0: Wow! You're welcome. I don't even get you're to the welcome. intro and you're burping Luke and I got some brews We got some dudes, that's me and him I'm Jake, that's Luke This is uh, Drawn to DC Off Panel, Off Topic Presents uh, Drawn to DC Now, uh, you're probably wondering Why am I doing this with Luke and not Tyler? Well, Luke and I have been watching these DC animated movies for a long time uh, we Because even did
1: Tyler a- is a Marvel fanboy and doesn't like fucking DC so. He's a
0: Marvel show he wants to be on the episode. He wants to be on the sh- cuz the ideal is to try and review all of most of if not all of the DC animated movies uh which is like 57 58 movies so it's going to be a long time. Uh but he wants to come on the show and do Go- Batman the Killing Joke and Gotham by Gaslight cuz he hates both of those movies. <laughs> I think I think he's understandably
1: fair- understandably Killing Joke. I I know why he probably hates it. I get that.
0: Yeah, But I think Gaslight everybody was hates dope.
1: Anyone. Gaslight was dope.
0: His reasoning for hating it is exactly what you would think. It's the same reason everybody An unnecessary
1: hates unnecessary first yeah. 30, 45 Oof. minutes. Which, because uh, no Batman fan is like, oh,
0: yeah, that's great. Every Batman fan is like, that's fucked up, man. That's weird because he's, like, banging well, it. If you think about it, it's kind of the beginning of step step uh, daughter stepfather porn, if you think about it. It's yeah. kind of like the beginning. 2016 if
1: you watch (laughs) if you watch Batman Beyond they also touch base on that and that's like the whole reason why he has a falling out with Dick is because at some point him and Barbara do do this weird tango thing and Dick's like I'm out
0: yeah I don't know why Bruce Tim wants to do that like why he's all about that but you know it is what it is but anyway speaking of Bruce Tim first ever episode it's only fitting we do the first animated movie that started this whole thing uh, we're gonna start with this one, and then after that we're gonna kind of go in 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 a uh, more canonical order after that uh but because there's a flash movie coming out um but uh, we're gonna be talking about Batman Mask of the phantasm, as I mentioned in the first one uh big deal this movie i i actually funny enough, I didn't watch this when I was a kid um, I don't I think I'd watch Batman and. Mr. Freeze, Sub Zero. I remember watching that.
1: I love Sub Zero is probably my favorite animated yeah. DC film of all time, and we'll yeah. get into that when we watch that one. But well, yeah, Phantasm solid for me. It too came was... out in '94, mm-hmm. and it was up for a lot of awards. It was up for a lot of awards actually, but Lion King came out the same year, <laughs> and Lion King fucking just crushed. So fell fell on the wayside. Cause it had like the best original song, but like, like, like the, like the story was all like, which I want to talk about too, is it's this like such an advanced story mm-hmm. and it's got this depth and like all these like nods and shit. But then yeah. like the dialogue just goes, I don't like, know. The dialogue is a little, it, little it de- take it de- back with me.
0: It depends. Cause I think, It's interesting to watch this now with hindsight of 30 years of Kevin Conroy, 30 30 years of Mark Hamill, because you can definitely tell this is in between the first two seasons, and this is when Mm -hmm. they're still figuring out how to do these characters. That being said, Mark Hamill's performance in this movie, I think his dialogue is good. I think his dialogue is funny. Like, when when he's talking to the robot maid and, like, the dialogue that he has there. Ah, baloney again, or a... Meatloaf
1: again. We had that yesterday. That was awesome. Oh, that was oh when he's talking
0: to her and they and and uh, the phantasm breaks in and he goes, always when you want to get frisky, he said something like to that effect of like getting frisky. That people always want to show up or something like that. When things get interesting, people always want to. It's like, oh, so we are gonna fuck this girl? Uh-huh.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but
1: I was gonna say too. With that, is you really, you see, you really see Mark Hamill catch it and take off because you get so many different laughs and mm. if you just had him for an hour and a half of different laughs and that's it no dialogue you could you could understand the the scenario the situation like everything yeah. like the, all the emotion and just the the way that he's able to to laugh differently and i it's love kind, that
0: too it's it's kind of hard with this because on one hand, yeah, there is definitely that. Like I've we've been spoiled with what he becomes as the Joker, and we have the hindsight of what he becomes as the Joker. But I, yeah, I, I think you're starting to get them get in the groove in this movie, and then you know take off in the show. Uh which is so, it's so weird to me that this even exists because I thought this came out after the show. I thought because I, I didn't know when because. And again, I didn't really watch it when it was coming out and all that stuff, so I didn't know it was in between the first two seasons. I thought this was yeah. after the show, so I was like, "Oh wow, this is kind of crazy that they they did it in between the seasons." And um, I I will say this: I think there is something interesting, and you and I were talking about this because you and I both watched the first two the first two movies we were gonna do. We watched them back to back. And one was made in ninety three, ninety four, and the next one, the one, the movie we watched that comes up next in our back catalog, came out in twenty thirteen, and it's such a big change. But I kind of understand why they chose to do because this is a very simple, basic, like all those Bruce Tim early W B cartoons are very simple, basic animation styles. But it just works.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which I love that it's like. You could almost make it a continuation of Tim Burton's shit because Mm -hmm. it's, it takes a lot of influence from that being like this weird, like futuristic 50s style and, and just the way that they have like the, just the time, the tall buildings and that dark, that dark aspect to it. And the way that Conroy is able to go from Bruce to Batman with like just a slight deepening of his voice like that. Yeah. I love how they make it. It's just, Beautiful, how he's,
0: yeah, yeah. I've great. always loved how they've done Gotham in the show. And I've always loved how they made Gotham because, like, I'm the kind of guy. If you give me future uh, retro futurism of any kind, I'm gonna be into it. Like, I remember a few years ago, you and I were watching the Bat, Tim Burton's Batman, and it is made it's in just, the 80s but it has a vibe of a 50s movie and it feels like a noir movie and that's what the you know like you said it's that's, just that's, so, that's the theme that goes in the show too
1: it's so dark and like gothic and it's and it's funny that it's marketed towards kids like it's a kids show because some of the the storylines that they were able to do in like the animated show i'm like i can't even watch this with my three-year-old because it's so fucking like <laughs>
0: But then they have, like, silly shit, too. That's what what's yeah. make, makes it so good. And that, that is what I've always thought, like, you know, when people ever talk about the definitive Batman, why well, I always think it's Kevin Conroy, be- it's because of that show. It, in particular, because it does a great job of balancing the character. Because mm-hmm. Batman is a character that you can have these really serious adult stories, but at the same time have these really wonky things with the fucking, like, uh, what was the puppet's name? Uh, Mark Hamill plays the puppet, too. I can't remember. Slappy? No, that's goosebumps. Uh, (laughs) But you know what I mean, Scarface. Yeah, but you know, there's things like that, or they they've done done silly things too.
1: And I said this too about, uh, is it Matt Reeves, the new the the Batman? I said we should have Mark Hamill as the ventriloquist, and Mm -hmm. he does the voice for Scarface, and he's he's in Arkham. And he's mm-hmm. released, and then he co- starts having these fucking nightmares about Scarface coming back, and then we do this whole fucking thing about that because I think that would be a cool callback, and it'd be super cool to see Mark Hamill back on you know big screen.
0: Uh, so some backstory: how this movie came to be. Uh, impressed by the success of the first season of the Batman animated series on Fox, Warner Brothers assigned Alan Burnett to write a story for a full-length animated film. The original idea for the film was to have Batman being captured by the enemy, anim- his enemies at Arkham Asylum to face a kangaroo court in which villains try uh, try him for making them what they are. Which the reason they said they're not going to do it was because it was too brainy. And that's absolutely correct. That would not work for a kids show because or they a kids did, movie. They,
1: they did, did do, do something like episodes, this. Yeah. Or like a two part episode or whatever it is. And the it trial was. Trial is what it's called. And I had a hard time fucking following that shit because it was.
0: <laughs> I love. He's.
1: he's It's like a scarecrow episode and he's like in a straight jacket and he's like basically just because the whole idea of his parents' death traumatized him and he like just created all this shit in his head and they're like coming at him and all this stuff. And it's just like doctors are like the Joker is the one that keeps giving him the serum and he, and it like makes him like, uh, it's fucked up. It's pretty
0: great. Another thing that I found interesting about this too is, um, Joker is a big part of this movie, but originally Burnett wanted to be removed from the TV stuff and kind of tell a story of Bruce trying to fall in love. And I liked that too. And I think they do a good job of implementing the Joker in this, but it does seem like you could tell that he was added later in the story because yeah. he doesn't show up. I looked at, cause this movie is like only an hour, 17 minutes, right? And he doesn't show up until like halfway through the movie, like 35, 40 minutes into the movie is when he finally shows up. And I will say I love his reveal when he comes walking out of the tunnel and he's you finally hear the laugh. and You're like, oh, Joker's in this, you know, even though I knew he was in it, it's still like that moment of like, oh, cool, this is how we bring him in the movie.
1: And then the part two where the dude Salvatore, whatever his name is, comes comes for like protection he's like bro you need a you're the only one that can stop the batman from killing me like you need to help me out and then he fucking kills him
0: yeah he kills j- him he, anyway He gasses
1: him <laughs> and then he sets a trap to try and catch batman and then they reveal that it's not batman killing people which is
0: oh i forgot to tell you luke awesome. your angel of death has arrived <laughs> and i will say Jacob. i love creating a villain for this movie and making it work and making mm-hmm. it intimidating like that first scene so the first scene you got the gangsters being like they, you know we're talking da, da, da. and then yeah you can kind of see batman in the distance and you're like oh he's gonna come in and fuck him up and sure enough yeah he breaks in beats all the dudes and then that's when we get the introduction of the smoke and and you you get the introduction to the phantasm and then the line of like your angel of death has arrived and like even for a kids' movie, I'm like, that's fucking rad. That's badass. Yeah. Like, that's such a cool moment. And shout out to the score. Holy shit! I'm watching this and I'm like, man, they are pumping that score in the beginning of this when he's running in the parking garage. Batman's running to the parking garage. And it's, like, it's like that Danny Elfman like style animated which is, score, which again is so
1: cool that you can have such a fucking hard score in an animated show. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. just like the, the 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 time that they took in production. And to get this shit going is just is amazing. And and I wish that the the uh universe was this good, like the actual <laughs> like live action shit was this good because the DC animation literally from the animated series up until now has been ten steps ahead mm-hmm. of their of their main universe. And it's just like, dude, why can't you just do this? Do Elseworld multiverse type shit. Nothing yeah. has to be this canon canon thing yeah. of oh let's try to this let's try to that. Like- well,
0: I think that's what's so appealing about the Batman and Joker, where those movies are. Where you know the DCU stuff, they're kind of like yeah, this is Elseworlds. So they I think you're going to see more movies like Joker and the Batman being a little bit more else because he meant he. I mean, James Gunn even name dropped Elseworlds to imply. That they could see other stuff, and we live in a world now, like the how the MCU works with live action and how that's kind of set up the multiverse and expanded all that stuff. We live in a world where, to me, it makes sense where you and it worked. I mean, last year the Batman came out tied to nothing, made a bucket load of money, like an unbelievable amount yeah, of money. So good, so good. Like these, these characters don't need to be tied to a <laughs> to a continuity or a canon mm-hmm. to work on their own, and that, that and yeah, and I agree. Like I would love to see more adaptations of you know, while we're doing these animated stories or these animated movies, I would love to see more of these stories adapted to live action. Um, I, you know, and some people might say that's the fault to the movies sometime because some of these are very close to the, to the comics that they're based on. And so, yeah, you'd have to make changes, but, like, I, I, something like this, I think, could easily work in live action. And the fact that they made a new villain and the fact that they trusted in themselves to, like, spend... 35 to 45 minutes before they even release the Joker into this story or put him in the story, I think takes a lot. And I, I don't remember marketing at the time cause I was a baby, but I, I don't really think he was marketed very much. I think that was kind of a, like a surprise reveal in the movie yeah. to show the Joker was in this movie. Uh, the, the writers were highly cautious about placing the Joker in the movie saying uh, they did not want any connection to Tim Burton's 89 Batman movie, but writer, Michael Reeves, Um, Not Matt Reeves. Michael Reeves said (laughs) Batman uh, said that when we realized we we then realized that we could make his appearance serve the story in a way that we could never do be done in live action. And it's true. He works really well in this. And I think it works because of of him having his place in the show and and how it works here.
1: Which is funny because they didn't want it to be tied to Nicholson's. But at the same time, they gave him. Essentially the same,
0: yeah. They made backstory. him Jack Napier pretty much because it,
1: because <laughs> well, even in a couple of uh, Arkham shots, not in this movie, but in like the show you watch, it'll say like Harvey Dent, Pamela Isley, and then you go to Joker Cell as Jay Napier, so you're like, you don't want to be tied to it, but you're straight up using it, which yeah. I think is hilarious. But um, again, it works.
0: I do think that there are times when you realize this is a kid's movie. There are times when the, when you're... he's
1: doing the whole jujitsu thing and he's like, it's called jujitsu. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, and then they yeah, basically fuck on the lawn and Alfred, Alfred is hilarious in this film in this movie. Well, my favorite thing is like, I like, how many times does he like leave the room and he comes in and he goes, Oh, and he like, yeah, walks when they're away. making out and he just yeah. walks
0: out like, oh. um, uh, the part that I texted you where I said this is just making me miss Conroy um, was the part where he first meets Andrea in the flashback because Bruce is such a fucking dork in that scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kevin Conroy, again, even then, when he's still trying to figure out the character between season one and two, he still understands how to present Bruce and show the more gentle side of Bruce mm-hmm. and vulnerable sign. He's in, like i said he's kind of a bumbling dork because he meets this attractive woman and he's like you know and you i think it does a good job of so, making me buy bruce being in love with yeah, yeah. i yeah. think it does a really good job and that's another thing i like about this movie that I, I don't think you even see with some of these live action movies is there's a legitimate conflict with with, with bruce and he is questioning and we don't always Dude, see scene, the Batman questioning himself and you see a lot in this movie cuz he wants to be with Andrea, you know. Well, that
1: scene where the scene where he's in he's in front of the fucking the tomb and it's pouring rain and he's like I I didn't expect it, let, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't expect this. Like I made a vow to you guys to to avenge your deaths, but like this wasn't supposed to happen. I was supposed let, to be let, happy, let, yeah. Let me be done. Just let me be done.
0: Which is such a emo Bruce Wayne it, Batman it, line it's so perfect but, that, the but that's why I,
1: that's what I say is like the story the story like the main story is so advanced for a kid's show but then like I said you get that jujitsu scene and then you're like right right we gotta <laughs> it's the kids it's the kids
0: well and you know what's funny is I, I've, I've been going back periodically and watching Superman the animated series because I never really watched that as a kid because I never really cared that much about Superman when I was younger and it's a pretty solid show it is, I mean, but there there are times, ton- shit, I, and I was talking about it on uh, Off Panel, Off Topic, when I was saying that, like, because we've been watching these RoboCop cartoons, and <laughs> I was like, I'll be honest, I loved ba- uh, Spider-Man, in, in the 90s cartoon, but that cartoon does not hold up very well. And I'm sure if I go back and I watch, like, the 90s X-Men show, it doesn't hold up as well. I think Batman and, the, like, I think the Bruce Timm stuff tends to hold up a little bit better, because I think... They do a better job of, like you said, implementing adult themes and treating these characters with a different level of respect. And I'm not saying the X-Men and, and Spider-Man movies didn't, but I mean, for 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 fuck's sake, they wouldn't let Spider-Man punch people in that cartoon.
1: Yeah. Because yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> if you notice, then- whenever he punches them, it's like a quick white flash on the screen. And they do it a little bit in this movie, too. But, like... There's blood. There's like legitimate violence in this movie. Like when he gets, when he runs in, when Batman runs into the phantasm and they have the fight on the rooftop and the cops show up and they're shooting at him, like Batman gets fucked up. And his scene. face like, is all
1: cut up. nose is Noses yeah. blood and he's tore up. And dude, that's part, say, that's part of what makes shit like that. Good is like, you got to believe this, the scenario.
0: I will say one of the silliest reveals of Andrew, like someone finding out Batman's identities was in this movie. Because Andrea just happens to be in the graveyard where he's like staring at the gravestone, like just happened to be there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
1: shit. eh? Well, it's (laughs) like a I don't know, because she was obviously
0: it's supposed to mirror that flashback scene from earlier. I understand why it's there. And
1: she's obvious. It's obvious to be like. She might be the phantasm, by the way. Why is she in the graveyard at one in the morning, too?
0: that's another thing that's hard. I want to give this movie the benefit of the doubt. Cause I know the twist. I knew that. Right. But this movie kind of telegraphs it pretty early that Andrea is, is the phantasm because well, after that rooftop fight, she's just there to pick him up in the car. Like, how did she yeah. know? Yeah. Like it's kind of right in front of you. I
1: saw it on TV. So I but, had to hurry,
0: but it's a kid's movie. So kids might not pick up on that. Yeah. Adults would yeah. probably be like, wait a minute. How did she's there? It just yeah. happens to be there. Yeah. Um, uh yeah the, the there's again i think this movie for me really does stand the test of time just because of uh uh burnett's writing deanie had some on it and paul deanie has done so like burnett deanie tim they all did great work on the show and it shines through again on this movie um and again, the art style, because of its simplicity, I think still works. The only problem is this isn't like. And we both watched it on HBO Max. I'm not calling it Max. I'm not doing it. Um, it's so stupid. But yeah. we both watched it on HBO Max. And I, I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the HD transfer on this. I don't think it looks great. I think like I it, just
1: watched. I just watched it in the square. I didn't. I didn't stretch it out. I just watched it in the. No, I
0: well, I, well, I was watching it on my laptop, and it, and it, I was watching full screen on my laptop, and it just. I don't know, it just seemed a little grainy, and it's like, I feel like you guys could have done a little bit more. Now, if I watch the animated series that's on HBO Max, I'm pretty sure that's fully remastered in HD, mm-hmm. so I, I imagine it looks great. I I haven't looked at Superman. I don't think Superman's been remastered, but I, I still uh, think that the art still stands the test of time. Because me this and, is, me it's and Everly simple have been style. watching
1: uh, Justice League, too. And Justice, Justice or League or
0: Unlimited, just Justice
1: League? Just Justice League, because Unlimited is after. We're going kind of in order of it. Right. But that show, dude. Like, that show's great. That's a beautiful show. In early two thousands, and it's funny how how these writers and how because because I found myself a little emotional watching the Phantasm too <laughs> at times. But the, the we watched the episode where uh, Diana stops a fucking missile, <laughs> and she's drove into the ground, and she's you can't. She's not getting up. Fucking Batman hops in there, and he's just throwing gravel. He's just tossing bricks, tossing shit. And then Martian Manhunter finally comes over and just puts his hand on his shoulder, and I'm, like, tearing up. I'm like, (laughs) dude, this dude is trying to save this woman, and then his friend is like, bro, she's gone. Yeah. And he stands up, and they're all just, like, in this moment of silence. Then the missile fucking moves. She gets up, and then Diana looks at Batman, and he's, like, trying to hide his gloves because they're covered in mud, and she, like, gives him a kiss. And I'm like... Emotionally in tears <laughs> because I'm like, dude, this is such. Well,
0: they just get it.
1: They just get and it. It's just to feel to feel that in a cartoon that came out 20 years ago. Yeah, is just is just awesome, and I wish they could do that with live action. But,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, th- there's a lot that I think about with this movie too. If you're like again, it's it's so funny because I'm glad we started like the first episode with this being the first movie because. You can see so much of what d c has done in the animated realm and what they've done with these movies since this. And you can kind of see the seeds of this and everything. I mean, spoilers, the next episode is a flashpoint paradox. And I remember i'm I'm watching things in that movie after I watched this and just seeing things of like like the level of violence that's in that movie versus this. But you're already seeing the seeds planted here where they're like, okay, we've got a feature length movie that's kind of play with it a little bit. We don't have to adhere to Saturday morning restrictions let's let's show a little bit more and batman yeah, because batman gets fucked up a few times in this and he's bleeding in this and, mm-hmm. and there's violence um
1: well he's still he's also still kind of like fresh in the old vigilante mm-hmm. well yeah because like, this game is, th- so this is
0: based on uh, this takes ideas from batman year two uh which was like followed up frank miller's batman year one Uh, Other note, fun fact here, early in production, Warner Brothers decided to release Phantasm theatrically rather than straight to video. That left less than a year for production time, Uh, which if anybody that follows animation, that is shit because animation movies take like two plus years in advance. Like the reason Pixar's movies are always so good and get nominated for Oscars and things like that is because you have to storyboard everything in animation and you have to plan everything out. And so to that's a quick turnaround for them because it took, I think, eight months worth of production time, which sucks because I think it hurt that movie. I'm going to stop and send you another invite. We're running out of time. Uh, some, other note, <laughs> some other notes uh, about this release. So because of that, uh, switching it to theatrical, it was a flop. Because it were I mean, which is not a surprise to me if this movie had just been released as on v h s I then it would have been just fine, but um so uh the the, the I wanted to talk about the final fight in this because this is this is one of the notes so the climax of the movie involves an automated model of Gotham City, which was a and they they made it into a Kaiju fight because it was Joker Batman fighting throughout all of Gotham city um and that was a reference to um. The mainstay of is a homage to the Batman comic books of the Dick Sprang era, often featuring the hero fighting against the backdrop of, backdrop of giant props, like um. Uh, they also did it in the New Adventures of Batman episode Legends of the Dark Knight. So, um. So from start to finish, the movie was completed in eight months, which is insane for an animated movie. Um. Which, yeah.
1: In hindsight, is actually. Impressive, fucking, fucking amazing! Because it's a solid film. Yeah. If they had, if they had a two-year stamp, oh, film, gosh, could you imagine? It, it would've been movie? amazing.
0: That's probably another reason why the movie is only seventy-seven minutes. Yeah. Like I, I feel like if they were given more time, they probably could have released, you know, a movie that was ninety minutes long, two hours long, and that's another thing I found interesting. It works well. Be like you could definitely tell this was intentionally written as a movie and this was intentionally written as one long narrative. It doesn't feel like a like three episodes thrown together. It really yeah. does feel like its own story and it only it, it feels like its own movie. Um Batman Mask of the Phantasm opened on Christmas Day, nineteen ninety-three. Well, no shit, you guys failed. You released this on Christmas Day. Um to one thousand five hundred and six theaters, uh, accumulating one million one hundred and eighty-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven. Or nine seventy five. Just shy uh, two. First two days. Yeah,
1: just shy two mil.
0: The movie went on to gross five point seven million in the domestic box office intake, which is still a flop, uh, based on their budget. But compared to
1: what was the? What, I was gonna say what was the budget?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't have the budget in front of me. Uh, The filmmakers blamed Warner Brothers for the unsuccessful marketing campaign, which is commonly attributed to the rush production schedule due to the studio's last-minute decision. Wait a minute. Warner Brothers making shitty decisions? Never heard of that. What? What? Uh, Another quick thing. Uh, So it did make profit when it was released on home video. Uh, So then Bruce Timm and everybody was like, hey, no shit. Uh, (laughs) Mask of the Phantasm. Listen to this, because this is going to be amazing. Released on Laserdisc in uh, April 1994 and on VHS in May of 94 as well. The VHS what happened here? Oh. I lost my screen for a second. Um uh so the VHS was really this is probably where you got it was uh came back out in April 2003 as part of a three tape pack with Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero and Batman uh Beyond Return of the Joker. Also
1: I did, was not, really... I did not actually well, I, only, did I only Batman I only had one? I only had Sub-Zero. I didn't well, have...
0: It also got released with um, uh, The Mystery of the Batwoman, I think.
1: Yeah, I didn't have that one. I've, I've never seen had, that I've one, just... by the way. I don't think I have either, actually. Or I tried to watch it a while back. I don't um, remember. Anyway, it'll be a adventure, I guess.
0: Uh, the movie was finally released as a part of the Warner Archive collection on Blu-ray on July 25th, 2017 featuring new high def transfers in 16 by 9 and open mat 4 by 3 It's also included in the Batman the complete series release. So You got ghosts in your in your house?
1: My my wife.
0: Oh. So yeah, big uh I 11... love <laughs>
1: I'm, we're going to have okay. to stop the recording. No, the, my, my in-laws are coming. Oh. They're going to be here in like 10 minutes. So oh, right. we might have to uh, and then do Flashpoint later if that's cool.
0: We'll see, I guess.
1: I mean, uh, I figured we could well, just...
0: Well, yeah, another couple of things. I want to give a quick shout-out to Dana Delaney because I didn't know this. Uh, She plays Andrea, but she's also... Lois Lane in the the Superman animated series did not know that. So there you go.
1: I usually pick up on shit like that. Yeah, I'm I'm usually uh, a good ear for uh, voice actors.
0: Uh, Stacy Keach is uh the masked version of the Phantasm, which Stacy Keach I only remember him because he was on the show Titus that nobody else has ever seen. It was Christopher Titus sitcom that I really liked, but you know, but, like but
1: so. just and like literally all he says is. Your angel of death has arrived, or whatever the fuck it it's is. Like, yeah, that's all you got to say. That's all it's you Like, gotta dude, say. dope.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love the fight between Andrea and Joker because he has not he has the opportunity to grab a knife, but he hits him with meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, the baloney. Yeah, the baloney. Dude, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: such a Joker move. But, then, I but okay, love
1: it. okay. Going back to to that the part where he shows up at the place the first time and you see him talking to the robot and he like pulls a piece of her face off and he goes. Like, yeah. like I'm gonna save that for later. Like yeah.
0: what? You, multiple times you reference fucking that robot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> all right. Um I love Which the I fact... think that's before Harley makes her uh debut too. Well
0: so. I yeah, I don't know if she was in the show at this time, but yeah, they intention if she was, they intentionally left her out of it. I don't yeah, I I don't yeah, you think you might be right. I think she comes in later. Um I'm trying to think of the things I want to talk about. Yeah, Alfred's great in this cuz yeah he there's it's multiple just, times his stupid humor
1: is they're just fucking, like they're fucking
0: and he's like I'm out yeah
1: um but the part where uh he says you still love her are you going to go back and he goes you don't know me alfred and he goes i've used to powder your bottom sir i ought to know you <laughs> well yeah Well,
0: or the or the fucking taekwondo scene where he's talking shit and then He's like, they don't fear me, Alfred. They don't fear me. He just keeps getting real mad. Like he's like I said earlier, he's like an angsty teenager. Like
1: they're, they're not yeah. scared of me. They're scared of the phantasm. But then he finally puts on and like dons the cowl, and Alfred's like, oh, oh, oh
0: so scary. Like one one time, one time that I was like, okay, was I think it was was it after. Andrea is in the explosion at the end and then like he finds her locket in the Batcave. cave. Yeah. And then she's on the boat and I'm like do they ever use her again in the show cuz I don't think nah, she, ever, I, don't she think so. I was like why don't you just kill her? Like yeah. Just have that satisfying end to it and have her Which, die.
1: It's like the movie is its own thing but it's also part of the show so like if you never yeah. saw this movie then you'd be all right.
0: That's what's so great about it is it's so well made. That it's baffling to me that it is in continuity of that show, but you could totally watch the show without it, or you, like you said, you could watch it and never watch the show and you'd be totally fine. It's so like perfectly self contained, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, the dude who played, um, oh, another scene that freaking Artie this what, the councilman, well, well, yeah, and this is the problem with the show and in the, the cartoon, and maybe for kids. Joker is so much more sinister in the kids show than you can. Joker in like adult stuff, he just fucking kills somebody or maybe like carves a smile in their face. The show is always more fucked up because he gives him the Joker stuff. Yeah, and like the fact that yeah, uh, uh, And he's in the
1: fucking hospital dude, the and he's just he's... having
0: a fucking panic attack. The dude is it Chucky? Is
1: it uh, no, no? that's Salvatore or whatever. Sal, yeah. Sal- when he kills Sal- him Sal- and it's the trap to get Batman,
0: that was fucking morbid.
1: <laughs> and he's got a, he's got a bomb strapped to him and he's just. But the, there.
0: but the attorney dude that was having the laughing fits in the hospital, that
1: was fucking gnarly. And I'm like, And they they do so much him to get him to calm down. Yeah. But then Batman shows up and he starts having another panic attack and he's just laughing through the whole thing. Like yeah. that's fucking so dark. Good. That's so fucking good. this like which you can I feel like you can get away with shit like that in a in a cartoon more mm. because it's not as gruesome, but at the same time, it's like dude.
0: Well it's, it's like a Bruce, show. like it's like a Bruce Tim has said in interviews. interview he's like in a way it's kind of worse it's it's much worse if you think about it cuz yeah these people aren't even dead they're just frozen with a smile on their face it's messed up and, and the fact that like that was one of the things they could take from the Tim Burton movie was like we'll we'll use the joker serum thing mm-hmm. but they're not dead they're just I'm like again they're petrified with a smile on their face I feel like that's a much worse case than death yeah. right yeah <laughs> Uh, is there, uh, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I, I think that we've kind of touched on. Um, I want like I said, I think overall I think the cast does a great job. Um, yeah. I, I mean, are there things that really don't hold up as much for this movie because it's twenty plus years old? Sure. Oh shit! Now this movie's coming up on thirty. Now I think about it on Christmas, shit. this movie will be because th- I'm almost thirty. It's as old as me. Um. Yeah. I think that you're right. There are times where it's like, okay, this is, this is a kids show, this is a kids movie, this is the dialogue. But I think overall, I think it serves its purpose. And, I also and... like,
1: I also like the animated. This movie kind of shows it a little more too, with Gordon and Batman's relationship, where Gordon is like, I'm gonna back up the bat no matter what. Yeah, no matter what, the bat's innocent. And then Bullock is just like, ah, you know, yeah, uh, he's a Batman.
0: Oh, well, great example of that. Yeah. Was when he's like, Batman doesn't kill people. End of story. That's, a, that's just what he's like. Batman doesn't kill. That's it. I don't want to hear any more of it. Like, he just trusts Batman enough to be like, no, he's never done it before. Why would he start doing it now? He just doesn't do it. Um, I, I really like that. Also, one of my favorite Joker lines was, I've seen Batman. He's not as pretty. Yeah. Um, it does bother me that Joker figures out it's Andrea before Batman does.
1: Well, but that's also because of timing. But his, his relationship with yeah. To with the Chucky, mob and everything.
0: Great. Hey, I like that twist. I for I told, this is so funny because I haven't watched this movie in so long. I completely forgot about the Joker twist, where Joker was with well, like, Chucky before. I was like, oh fuck yeah, I remember this now. Because okay,
1: they know. literally they literally show you the entire movie, they're like yeah, and then they reveal it and then you're still like, what? because his nose <sighs> uh, is so blatantly obvious and well, they literally only show him to show his face like
0: another example of something cheesy that didn't work was when Batman finds out its joker and he's just like wait a minute and he just takes a red
1: marker and makes yeah, a yeah. smiley
0: face' Which and I'm is like fu- really? really funny
1: Well we could, it's funny too because it's a black and white photo. So he sees the guy with a white it, face, like yeah. the makeup. And, and then he's like, wait, like, let me draw a
0: red smiley face.
1: <laughs> which plays on when we were trying to do... The two <laughs> Batman. The two Batman. Wait, thing. wait, wait, that Harvey dance Two-Face? Oh, yeah, He's such a Gordon. liar.
0: He's so two- Gordon. Alfred, call Gordon.
1: <laughs> 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 I got an idea. Uh,
0: but, yeah. But even so, again, I I love that it's it's implemented well into the story. However, I do have a complaint with that. I prefer it in my in my grand scheme of Batman lore and canon and how I my head canon. I do prefer it where we don't know anything about Joker before he becomes Joker. Yep. And he's just Joker. Yep. However, if it's done right and done effectively. I can I can forgive that, you know. Which
1: um, I don't remember which one it's from, but when he says that if he's going to have a past, he prefer it be multiple choice. Yes. Uh, that's that,
0: that's a killing joke, yeah. Dude. Great, great and great that's line.
1: and that's what I what I keep saying about the Wa- the Joaquin Phoenix Joker is one I don't think they should have made a sequel. But two, I think they could or should but without without Phoenix and make three movies completely three different, and do the whole three Jokers idea, but it's yeah. three different actors, three different origin stories, completely yeah. completely unrelated. I'm, and I think I'm, that would have worked better than what they're doing right now. Yeah, but I like that I liked it, it, but I didn't I didn't I, really. It's I not think, my top.
0: Yeah, I I think it works though in a sense because it is Elseworlds. I think I can kind of forgive it for that, but I, I do yeah. agree. Like I, I think it it made too much money. So like we have yeah. to make a sequel because it made so much money. But well, yeah, I, 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 that would I, view, just, I wish it was just one movie.
1: I just don't like the fact that because all of it is cool, it's awesome. But the fact that Bruce is like eight and Joaquin's like forty five. Yeah, like that's see, the only thing that, see, I don't that get, makes me you wonder. Don't, you don't have Joker without Bruce, without Batman. See, yeah, that's, that's the only. I,
0: that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried they're going to do a big time jump. And make him an older joker and, and like, but do I really want to watch a fucking twenty year old Batman beat the fuck out of a seventy year old joker? <laughs> you know? But then well, I'm they like...
1: did that, they they kind of did the same thing with Gotham and Gotham Oh god. Season one of Gotham was good because it was up and coming Penguin, up and coming Gordon.
0: It's Gordon without this, a Batman, yeah.
1: Yeah, you see this, like it's a cop show, and then they were like, Well, there's not enough Batman, so let's throw in all these villains that and Bruce is fic- Fucking fifteen, and yeah. you're like,
0: and you and I are the guys that are like, no, again, our headcanon, how we perceive the character, how we like the character is like, well, these characters would exist because of a Batman, not the other way around. Yeah, because the show made it be like, and and that's what this, and that's what I thought was interesting that they were going to do with this movie, Mask of the Phantasm. Originally, it was going to be like, we're the way you are because we are the way they are because of you. You made this mm-hmm. vigilante thing so you made it being like well we can be as theatrical and silly as well. I, mean, I think they did a great job of doing that with the nolan movies so i always I, I i thought that was interesting they were going to do that with this um fun story about this title uh never once do they talk about the actual mask of the phantasm it's just a cool name yeah <laughs> could have been yeah. batman phantasm but they're like no 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 mask of and the character design's dope. I love the look of the character. I He's love. He's like a fucking
1: character. grim reaper type motherfucker. With the hooked hand and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But there is a lot of but the problem with this animation style. though, there's a big suspension of disbelief because when she reveal, when it's revealed, is Andrea's like, well, now she looks like it's the shape of a woman. Where how do we go from?
1: This big burly man to they don't this really, like, dainty woman. They don't
0: necessarily show that like she wore this big like body armor or
1: anything. It's just like she just takes it off and she's Well, a woman. it's almost like it's almost like the hood was just like her the, whole
0: get up, yeah. Like I guess. the
1: poncho was like like she had football pads on or something, and then it was just like and then it was like,
0: oh, dainty woman. Also, shout out to this movie also being really fucking dark, When she she almost went into a giant fan. And I knew she yeah. wasn't going to, and I'm like this would have been like this is still kind of like really tension raising for a kid's movie. I gotta give, I love it when Batman, he's so smart, right? He's like greatest world greatest tech, all this stuff. But yeah, he still does dumbass shit sometimes. We're like, big fan, sucking up all this air. I'm gonna drive in, I'm just gonna drive at it, and then when it be surprised when it knocks me off, course. <laughs> right. It's like, what did you think was
1: gonna happen? But then, then he's, his, his big like, solution his is like, I'm he's just gonna ju- jump in. <laughs> Let the bike go into it and blow it up. He doesn't even,
0: that's the thing, that too. And this is what, you know, being a little bit more experienced Batman, he doesn't know if that's going to work, but he's like, fuck it, I'll just shoot my love motorcycle into it and shoot it blows my love. Up. <laughs> I'll save you, Andrea. <laughs>
1: that's
0: all right. I can buy a new bike. I don't fucking yeah. care. All right. So, verdict. I feel like you said rated out of seven for the Justice League. So, three categories to give us the verdict here. Out of twenty-one, if we're gonna go by sevens, uh, we're doing animated movies, so I feel like the best way to rate it is story, animation. Uh, yeah, animation, art style, and the voice acting. Um, voice story... acting seven. <laughs> voice acting seven. Really, you're gonna go with the seven, right? Yeah, for the voice. I would give it. Awesome. I would give it uh, six because we're not quite to the level that we've we've heard in the in the animated series and what we've heard from Camel and. Uh, Conroy. Um, art style, I still think is pretty solid. I give it a seven, or give it um, sorry, give it a five out of seven. Um, and the and the the story itself, I give it a five. It's pretty simple. So
1: yeah. I, uh, like I said, it's it's a seven story. It's probably like a three dialogue at some points. So I I think five is a solid. For the I story, I, gave,
0: I believe I gave it a sixteen out of twenty-one. What did you give it?
1: Uh, so I say. You said seven on voice. I said seven on voice because I, like I said, Hamill and Conroy are the epitome of the, oh, yeah. of good and evil, and like I love, I, and, and despite the fact that you're still kind of, they're still kind of getting their footing, I still think that it's done beautifully. So that's a seven. Story's a five. Animation style. I'll do a six on the animation. Because it's good. It's not great. It doesn't. I mean. It's the 90s. Which is great.
0: So you give it a little bit higher. You give it an 18. I give it a 16. 18 out of 21. 16 out of 21. It's still pretty high.
1: It's. I mean. Like I said. It's a good ass movie. And for the fact that it was. The first animated DC movie. I think that it. Laid it out there, and that's kind of like, I, I'm
0: really interested to see where we come on uh, the next episode where we talk about Flashpoint because I think we were talking about it before this show, and you and I like going from the Bruce Timm style to the uh to the New Fifty Two Jay Olivia style is like, oh what a what a fucking change time leap time leap for sure, and and just and just um yeah just styles in general like they're clearly pulling from like a. a, a, a you know what it reminded me of? Funny enough, it reminded me of like the Boondocks and uh, Black Dynamite. Like that, like mm-hmm. hard edge, like anime looking style is what it kind of looks like to me in Flashpoint. So, yeah, uh, that's it. Number one in the books, Drawn to DC, Batman, Mask the Phantasm. What'd you think of it? Let us know in the comments on the Wait YouTube. Wait for your angel of death. Next week, number two, The Deuce. We're going to be uh, doing Justice League. The Flashpoint paradox because there's this new Flash movie coming out. I don't know if you know this,
1: and we're uh, going to talk about that too. Because
0: I will give this movie before I, before I've even seen anything for this movie, I will give it props because the suit that he has in that movie is the same suit at the end of the Flashpoint paradox animated movie, and I'm like points for that, points for that. Which,
1: and I guess we'll talk about it more, but it's like a it's a hard pull from the from the story. They just tweaked. A couple yeah, I'm
0: wondering how they're gonna do it. Because I'm wondering, man, but I'm still pissed that we didn't get like I would have loved Jeffrey to have seen Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan yeah. in that Flash movie. But I understand the idea of doing bat flick and Keaton and whatever. But we'll talk about that when we get to the flash point. And that's it, folks. We we know what we should do is get a <laughs> I don't know how he would do it, but it would set a bug's bunny beat us at the end, you know. Because you know how like where they did like the little at the end, and it's Bugs Bunny, but you can't. I That's can't, all, uh, folks. Yeah, I can't animate, but I can talk about it, I guess.
1: <laughs> do the eat, eating the carrot?
0: Oh, well, I Warner do. Love the, well, I mean, we already did you already did the Photoshop for Phantasm, so I mean, it only makes sense. <laughs>